0: Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets on Tuesday morning. It is 6.03 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. May corn futures down six at 744 and three quarters. December corn up two cents at 644 and three quarters. May soybeans up 20 and three quarters at 1680 and a quarter. November beans up 10 at 1463. May Chicago wheat up 28 cents at 1322. May Kansas City wheat down six at 1245 and a half. May spring wheat is up two and a half at $12 even. You guys are listening on the podcast. As always, appreciate it. Leave me a rating, leave me a review. If you are watching on YouTube, guys, hit that subscribe button. We're up to 4,200 subscribers. My goal this year is to get to 5,000, so help me out there. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service. Uh, you should check this deal out, guys. Morning email goes out every business day about 6 a.m. Central Time. Uh, you'll get all of my grain marketing recommendations, my subscriber only videos, uh, text message. Service twice a day with quotes and a lot of information for me. I did a subscriber only video yesterday regarding the situation um, with ethanol and these high gas prices. You know, I think ultimately. Uh, high or surging gas prices uh, at the pump here in the United States could have a damaging effect on ethanol and corn demand via ethanol. So I discussed that in detail yesterday. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, absolutely check out that subscription deal, guys. Uh, You can cancel it at any time. There's no other fee, no other obligation. I will not try to sell you anything else. Weak futures traded sharply higher, then lower, then back higher overnight. CME expanded the daily trading limits for both the SRW and HRW contracts to $1.30 per bushel from $0.85 previously, so expanded limits today. The nearby May... Uh, twenty two SRW wheat contract traded a dollar sixty one 61 range overnight. Uh, the may twenty two HRW contract traded a dollar sixteen range overnight. so just incredible volatility here. You've got a nearly unprecedented supply disruption in the Black Sea. Paired with large inflows of outside money, it's resulted in drastically irregular spread activity, a surge in prices, and really a total separation in regard to the futures versus cash relationship. I'm hearing just horror stories in regard to the cash wheat market, Um, grain buyers moving bids to September or December, Um, some buyers just offering no bids at all, some buyers uh, uh, forcing customers to roll HTA contracts to back months. Uh, It's really a messy, messy situation. I hope it corrects itself sometime soon. Massive amounts of retail money have poured into a wheat ETF. Uh, the wheat ETF ticker symbol dollar sign W E A T. Uh, this is an ETF that is available to to anybody with a brokerage account. I mean, Johnny Gen Z trading from his mom's basement can access this wheat ETF. Managers of the ETF essentially buy futures on their customers' behalf. Reports indicate that the fund may need to halt additional inflows sometime soon due to lack of futures positions, some regulatory issues. I don't have all the details here, but the managers did file a registration with SEC on Friday in order to register additional shares. For those of you who followed the Wall Street Bets GameStop AMC fiasco there a couple years ago, uh, Wheat, this ETF, was in the top 10 most mentioned stocks on the Wall Street Bets uh, Reddit uh, page yesterday. So you've got not only institutional money or fund money coming into the wheat market, you've got apparently massive amounts of retail money, which is is scary. And it's because of of this to some extent. And I don't know how many futures positions this wheat ETF holds. If you guys know more about it than me, uh, drop something in the comments. But in any case, this is a uh, very, very interesting I have a feeling that this ends really badly for somebody. I'm not sure how or in what way, shape, or form, but uh, be careful out there, guys. Brazilian soybean production estimates continue to fall ahead of tomorrow's USDA report. Well followed Brazilian group Ag Rural pegged the crop at 122.8 million, uh, down sharply from their previous estimate of 128.5. Stone X pegged the crop at 121.2 last week. Uh, Traders expecting a number near like 129 in tomorrow's report. So we're not expecting like USDA to be as drastic as some of these private groups. USDA was 134 last month. CONAB is 125 and a half. So in general, I mean, you're going to have a much lighter Brazilian soybean crop. That's not anything new. Agriol also estimated that Brazil's second corn crop was 81% planted at Thursday's As of last Thursday versus 54 last year. So they're ahead of schedule. And that second corn crop in Brazil, guys, has a ton of potential. They've got a lot of rain in the forecast. Um, I think that they've absolutely still got potential for a record corn crop in Brazil. Well, of course, the soybean crop is much, much lighter uh, than previously expected. Recent rains in Argentina could help to stabilize crops there. Now, there's no doubt these crops in Argentina, corn and soybeans, will generally yield poorly. They're not going to have trend yields there. They've had an ongoing drought. But you've had some recent rains, some forthcoming rains that may help to limit additional crop losses. Despite a more positive late-season weather weather pattern, uh, traders do expect USDA to reduce crop estimates for Argentina tomorrow, private groups also ratcheting them down. More soybean flash sales reported yesterday, 5 million bushels in total to China, split evenly between old crop and new crop. In regard to these old crop sales, um, this stuff is not normal this time of year uh, to be selling old crop beans. Usually it's coming out of South America, but of course they've got crop issues. Uh, New crop sales are interesting. Uh, We've got the best new crop book of export sales on record in regard to soybeans. Oil prices remain strong, but very volatile. The nearby April 22 WTI contract peaked above 130 yesterday. We're down to 123 per barrel this morning ballpark. The U.S. appears willing to move forward with a ban on Russian oil imports, although European allies Allies uh, may not participate in this ban. The White House is working with Congress to fast-track legislation that would ban Russian oil imports into the U.S. We don't import a lot of Russian oil at all. It's a very small part of total U.S. oil imports. OPEC officials met with some U.S. oil executives in Houston yesterday to discuss some of this. OPEC has generally stuck with its plan of only marginal increases to oil output. National average gas price new all-time high this morning, four seventeen per gallon, up from four o six yesterday, three last week and 277 uh, the same day last year, according to AAA data. So we've got a new record high in retail gasoline prices. Um, And again, I think that this could have some implications for uh, ethanol down the road if this sort of surge continues. One thing that's interesting is that you know, over the last 20 years or so, we've never really seen a national average gas price that resulted in drastically less demand. Even in 2008, I mean, people didn't stop driving a whole lot. Gasoline demand is relatively inelastic. Uh, for those of you old enough, back in the late 70s, you had it, uh, an issue that resulted in, in drastically reduced gasoline demand. That was the last time, really the only time to my knowledge that this ever really happened. So do you get to that sort of point? I don't really know, but this gas is getting awfully expensive and problematic. And it's not a good thing for the economy i think there's a real strong correlation uh between very high gas prices and recessions because you know gasoline demand is inelastic so people people don't stop driving, but they stop doing other things, and that's not good for the economy. Uh, In the outside markets, the uh, U.S., I'll sorry, do cattle real quick. Uh, Cattle market was higher yesterday, not much in terms of cash trade. This is kind of a corrective rally. We'll see if we can uh, find some footing here today. U.S. dollars a little bit lower. Stocks are higher. The Dow Jones is up 200. Bond's off almost two full handles. Gold's up 20 bucks. Crude oil now up $3.32 at 122.73 in the April WTI contract. Everybody have a great day. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow.